0: Hello and welcome to Pop Salsa, a movie and TV show that brings the freshest takes on the most recent events and topics from the ever-changing landscape that is geek culture. I am your host, like always, Joel, accompanied by my good buddy, Ernesto. Hey, how's it going? Let's begin, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Today, we have a doozy of a show. It's It's been a few weeks since we last recorded. A lot has happened. Um, yeah. The big thing that we're going to talk about The only thing that we're going to talk about Is Star Wars Celebration I know da, da, da. Timely Woo. I get it Yes But <laughs> We have a the, the rarity A real true Rarity Ernesto I'll Stop it <laughs> Ernesto was actually at Star Wars Celebration this year he, he flew over to jolly old England And partook in the festivities <laughs> Yes So yes, I we did. have an expert on the topic yes yes you do (laughs) well i mean it was close enough right
1: yeah pretty much
0: so walk me through the whole process um when did you decide that this is going to be your thing because last year you went to 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 celebration as well yeah so is this going to be now your every every year you're you know trek out into the outside and Go to go to Star Wars Celebration.
1: <laughs> like the uh, the light. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I absolutely like last year. Like Joel said, I went to Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim, and um, ooh, exotic. I felt like it was something I <laughs> ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always like compared to London and Anaheim. Like Anaheim is just a stone throws away <laughs> <laughs> compared to. So yeah, I, I definitely wanted to be my thing next year's uh, celebrations. Actually, next next year in two thousand twenty-five. Um, is actually going to be in Tokyo, so I'm looking forward to that. Is Star Wars
0: Celebration one that they alternate years, or how's that? How's that? going? Uh, like, I, I,
1: I don't know anymore. <laughs> like I thought I had it down when I first went. Like okay, cool. They're going to coincide with the movie releases because last year was the 20th anniversary of you know the best prequel Star Wars, Attack of the Clones. So that uh, was there, and that's why I, that's what pushed me to go. I was like, I like clones, so <laughs> that's why I went. And uh, one of the main reasons I went. But well, this one was for the anniversary of Return of the Jedi, so that was their whole theme was Re- Return of the Jedi stuff and like. So next next year was either gonna be the anniversary of Revenge of the Sith, which came out 2005, so you know 2025 makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, the 20th, but um, also I believe the new trilogy of movies are set to release in 2025. The one that's the one that's got released recently, so. I don't know if it's going to be Revenge of the Sith or that, which I'm leaning mostly on that, so I don't know what they, what the requalifies qualifies as when they're going to have celebrations Yeah, I mean, I guess I you, to,
0: to look at last year's, it's kind of a I'll say fluke because of the especially the special circumstances the world was going through, right? The, the whole COVID pandemic and shut, shutdowns and all that stuff, and major yeah. major events were pushed back you know like the 2020- yeah they
1: pushed it by two years yeah like they pushed yeah celebration like well, the last celebration was what 2019 and then everything happened like around 2020 mm-hmm. right so like that was the last appearance of I think Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau for like two years yeah you know and I, we didn't they, they didn't know when they're gonna show up or they're gonna come back and I don't I don't think they came back for I think they came back for last year's for Anaheim So that was, like, a big surprise. It's been, like, two years since they've shown their faces and, like, here they are and stuff. Yeah,
0: I mean, speaking of Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau, it looks like they are getting entrusted into doing, or at least Dave Filoni at this point, is getting being entrusted in in handling his own Star Wars movie slash trilogy slash saga slash never-ending stopping of Star Wars (laughs) (laughs) movies, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, so you're talking about the new, the new, new plan for all the Star Wars movies, right? Mm-hmm. With Marigold taking over Dawn of the Jedi, which is like before, and then, like you said, Dave Filoni taking care of, I guess, the Mandoverse or whatever <laughs> verse is in the middle, and then they're doing, um, after okay. right? the old Republic or the, the new Jedi Order, yeah, yeah, okay.
0: so. Give me just a little quick uh, insight of what it was like being in the convention to, uh, against you know last year at Anaheim,
1: being there in, um, in London. So, uh, long story short, it was hell being in <laughs> and being in London because at Anaheim. It's like I don't know if it's an American thing, like oh, our hallways need to be bigger mm-hmm. because our people are bigger, you know what I mean? <laughs> because it's it's huge, like Anaheim. It's it's not, it's it's not a San Diego Comic Con kind of like humongous, but it's a relatively intimate. It's not too huge, like daunting, but it's pretty big to accommodate all the people going there for Star Wars Celebration. Okay, like the celebration hall, where where they announced most of the big news stuff was like a stadium where they played basketball. So it was it was equipped for that kind of amount of people you know there's stands in this uh, very high stands and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then you go to London and it seems good on paper because their hall was the Excel London hall and it was very like a thin right a very thin long hallway with a bunch of, of the bigger convention halls like in different levels and then each hall the hallway was like l- littered with like food joints so like everything was in one place uh, and then there's food trucks obviously outside and there's like even a food court kind of uh, area they saved but considering there's like over four forty five hundred people going to this this just that convention con, just that well that's just for the celebration hall Yeah, that could fit like 4,500 is just that's how many people went to the celebration who could fit in the celebration hall Every, that's it's probably over that mm. and people were shoulder to shoulder like I kid you not it was shoulder to shoulder waves of people it's like gridlock you know, when you're moving you're just taking baby steps forward you know what I mean and like you're gonna bump into people oh. it was and I'm not claustrophobic, but it, it triggered a lot of claustrophobic things. Like, God, I need to get out of here. Like, I can feel the body heat off of the person next to me.
0: Yeah, that's like one of the the big things that I've noticed in the the cons we've been to as as the years have progressed and and as they've gotten bigger, is just the amount of people has been insane. And I can't imagine if if you have a in uh, an, an event or a venue that isn't really catered for something this massive, and you try to shove everybody in, like you said, sardines. It's it's oh, just the anxiety is starting to like rip. Ugh, yeah. No, I'm uh, no, yeah, no, yeah. You it's, <laughs> uh,
1: I went to, they split the exposition hall because traditionally you don't, because mm-hmm. you want to have everything in one place, right? So that when we, Joel and I go to LACC, LA Comic Con, and they have this massive airplane hangar. Where they have all of the exhibit, like exposition, you know, like here's Artist Alley, here's all of the, you know, the different booths and stuff like that, and they're all nicely marked and stuff like that, and they go up to like a thousand or something. Yeah. But here, one hall was like up to eight hundred. And everyone, every booth was really close to each other, and you imagine the lines. Oh Jesus! So there's like lines crisscrossing everywhere. Like <laughs> I literally walked into the hall, and I was like, "This is just a bunch of lines." And I walked out because I can't. Like how are you're gonna stand there for upwards to amount of three hours just to get like a pin, which I did. But you know, that's not the <laughs> that's not the issue. Is uh, at that time it's like peak hour, and there's just so much like uh it's and it's humid. Yeah, and oh, it's Jesus. like, yeah, and there's no, there's not really good ventilation. What what made me laugh, and I'm not, it, it's, I don't think they were equipped for it. I'm not trying to bash London Excel or anything like that, but it's probably a good idea not to have your food trucks in a confined place without any ventilation. Oh, was well, so so like, smell like walk exhaust? Into it, it exhausts. Oh, it's a whole room, and it's just smoke, and you can just smell the exhaust, and I'm like, dude, open a window. Open a window or something like that. Uh, fortunately, there was one, and the other opposite of that hall where it was a bigger place, so those exhausts they didn't have a chance to linger. But the other one was like, like I don't know, a good amount, like hundred people sitting and eating food, and there's like exhaust in their face and stuff like that, and it's yeah, I mean, like, I can't, I can't eat here.
0: Dude. Definitely, um, uh, uh, the United States in L.A. especially has the food cut. The food truck culture down. Like, for those of you who don't know, um, especially like me being a, a of of a Mexican descent, the lon- the <laughs> lonchera was a thing. Like, I'm sure you've heard of that word. Like, we we we've been eating food out of like barely regulated trucks since the dawn of time, essentially. And then all of a sudden, yes. it became a hip, trendy type of way to get uh, people. To try different types of food and stuff like that, which is awesome, you know. Yeah. I applaud it. But there are definitely, there is definitely like a learning curve to say to, because again, the, these are big giant trucks. Uh, they have to be running a generator to give power to the stove, the grill, whatever it is that they're having and all that It's not like we're not relying on fucking Tesla technology here. You know, they're still using they're still using the old um, combustion engine to 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 have a power. So all those exhaust fumes I could just imagine is terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's cool. Like the food was amazing. Like, don't get me wrong. It's something about the food where there's not plastic crap in mm, our food yeah. so it feels a little bit more pure like the cheeses oh gosh like it, it, feel, it really felt good but sitting in a room of smoke and like like you said there's grills stuff like and there there are food trucks that did have generators but they're like they're making burgers mm-hmm. so that smoke has to go somewhere yeah and from with the room it didn't go anywhere <laughs> and it's just sitting there and it's like i don't know i feel it's such an american thing Complaining, about, complaining about like why is there no exhaust? And there's like hundred people who are fine with sitting in it, you know. Yeah, I mean, like um,
0: there, there's also that, that that culture that runs deep in in the United States is where like if if any if the most minute detail isn't to your liking, then you have to complain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel it until here. <laughs> like, there's points where, okay, so there's this one thing, and this is it's again, it's a planning thing, and I get it. Uh, where we're in a, a certain line, right? And the line has to, we have to go first, but they didn't know who goes first, so they had the general population go first. Mm-hmm. Usually, we're supposed to go first. So, I don't know, and as me as an American, I was like, you see this? This is ridiculous. How come <laughs> we don't bullshit. go first? You know, and, and I caught myself like, wow, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know how American I would sound until you know something happened where I didn't just sit there and grit it. I was like, seriously, they're letting them go first. How come we're not going first? Where's your manager? Let me speak to your supervisor. I didn't get like that, but you know, I felt like that.
0: Yeah, it's um, you know, I, I get you. Like there are, there are like even the slightest injustice that happens to me, I'm ready to. <laughs> To to uproar, <laughs> to burn a place down, if need be. Right. But um, I guess I guess like I guess that is part of, of being American, right? That everything yeah. has to go. And they charge for water.
1: Bullshit. Like you're you at a restaurant, you like you, they charge for extra water, and I was like, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> Give me something to drink.
0: That's a load of shit, man. I, but do do they do you have to tip
1: them? That's the thing. Oh uh, no, then I, that's probably I, I why ask, they. That's probably, was,
0: that's probably why they charge for water.
1: I, well, I didn't ask because I was still tilted about the water. Mm. You know, like I'm not gonna tip you. <laughs> you didn't give me free water or something like that. That's probably. I'm sure you're right, mm. but I didn't. Just I didn't think about it because a lot of it is tap card. Mm. Like. It, like here going here everywhere there like everywhere I literally everywhere I went was literally just tapping like tap card tap card here like just to get in get out get your stuff and that's go that's big brother for but you But here I'm like you need cash and stuff like that
0: yeah i mean that's the there's definitely an advantage of um of going to a digital currency type of situation where obviously like hey this is a dollar 50 you don't have to be carrying around dollar fifty or anything like that and you just <laughs> tap it and go but at the same time it's a lot yeah. easier for them to 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 have their watchful eye on you as I'm sure you yeah. felt
1: oh yeah yeah it's a uh, the surveillance state mm-hmm. through and through yeah. um there's every corner I went to I went to like the heart of London I guess like around Piccadilly Circus like around there and um there's like cameras everywhere and like everywhere like even in the suburb area there's cameras everywhere and it's just oh i feel you can get used to that kind of observing thing but at what cost uh yeah what cost really i I got used to it arguably i was there for about like a week or two and i got used to it until i saw them again i was like wow this is like you're always kind of looking over your shoulder Mm -hmm. kind of deal yeah i only felt really like comfortable safe when i was in the hotel room and even then I'm not even I'm, as far as you know There's like, yeah <laughs> as much as I know right yeah
0: Yeah, I mean like um, th-
1: there is definitely like one of
0: the things that people in, in this country especially like take for granted is the the relative freedom that we have and going to a country where it is like super big brothery surveillance day, like you said it, it kind of puts things it helps puts things into perspective
1: yeah definitely
0: um, but i mean like for my end if i if i ever have an opportunity to go to, to england i it would be very hard pressed for me to to not stay in in london the whole time i'm there you know i would want to go up north travel to go see um stonehenge i would want to go see the the cliffs of dover i would want to go see uh, this is Liverpool. I'd want to, I, I would just want to go see everything I possibly can. And for you to 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 have the the, the fortitude to stay in London for a Star Wars celebration the whole time yeah. is like <laughs> I'm amazed.
1: Yeah, we went to Abbey Road, if that's any I mean it's okay, this is the coolest thing I would, Did you guys do yeah, the Beatles did. walk? How there's so many people there. Doing it. it was so cringe to be honest with you, but we did it anyway. <laughs> Um, but it, it, what was cool about it is I, I don't I think it was Westminster it was was where we stopped and each each train station feels like I'm in Harry Potter you know what <laughs> I mean? because you, you come out of the train like there's a train station I go out and it's highly industrialized right mm-hmm. there's a lot of concrete and a lot of um, you know no plants really. And then I go to there and it's like their overgrowth, over the station like the station doors it's like it's nice and homey feeling you know mm. it feels vastly different than from being in the city so it's kind of it's kind of weird to me because if you go to la you go to the red line it's the red line mm. it's not like it's gonna be like some sort of fancy looking station but you go there it's like it's all natural and it feels vastly different and I don't yeah, it was just like an hour away from London.
0: No, I mean and that's something I've heard from. I've heard uh, people discuss like that some of the stark uh, differences between, excuse me, uh, the United States, which is a relatively newer country, versus an old old ass fucking country like say England. Like for me, the oldest city I've I've been in it was in Mexico, and the city was founded in fifteen in the fifteen hundreds. Oh, geez. I'm sure like the time you spent in the Philippines, you've spent some time in some pretty ancient cities as well. And you could yeah. you could clearly tell that there is a, a stark difference on the way people act and how everything is laid out and stuff like that. So having that contrast, it also helps put things in, into perspective, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: All right. Well, that's enough of uh, your Calivanting around Europe. Let's get into the the meat of it, right?
1: So let's get into the real conversation. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so out of Star Wars Celebration, what do you think was the big thing that to come out of it? The Ahsoka trailer, uh, stuff you can't really uh, discuss with me because you were the only one to seen it, to have seen <laughs> it. Um, Ray coming back as uh, to lead her own trilogy of, of Star Wars films.
1: Uh, um, what would you say? Uh, that's a toughy that's a real, that's a really big toughie um <sighs> damn it Joel <laughs> i to okay so for me personally without any like baggage because Ahsoka I, I love from Rebels and Clone Wars from the animated stuff which you you're gonna have to probably watch to, to know what's going on with Ahsoka definitely
0: I saw I saw the trailer and I was like I have no idea who any of these characters are
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so being a fan of Clone Wars and Rebels Ahsoka definitely is up there but for being like just a, just a general Star Wars fan mm. I think Acolyte is what I'm really excited for. Yeah, and, that's
0: something that when yeah. it was announced two or three years ago, I guess at this point, it was like the mm-hmm. big thing because like we haven't really had a focus on something that it's like the dark side, right? And Acolyte yeah. is supposed to be that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they actually showed a trailer of it uh, after some of the crew members came out, like a lot of the actors. And they showed they showed a trailer of it and you have no idea how like loud I screamed. Because there, it's a lot of mystery. Mm-hmm. No, like a lot of like what's going on. Like there's there's powers beneath, like in the back, manipulating things, and like we know who it is, but we don't know where, where to find it and stuff like that. And there's a scene where, like, it shows all of the Jedi, and it's, I I didn't get the chills until from Clone Wars, where in Clone Wars you see all the Jedi's lightsabers ignite, and they're kind of sporadic, spread around the Geonosian, um, battle arena, right? Yeah. But here it's like one scene. There's six of them. All of them ignite their lightsabers, and it's like, holy crap! And it's not just red and green. It's like there's yellow in there, there's orange in there, and it's like there's different colors. And I was like, holy crap! This is, (laughs) and then like, it's it's not you know kind of cutesy feeling from Attack of the Clones. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think of uh, Samuel Jackson kind of like swagger in terms of it. But here it's like they're desperate. There's like there's a lot of they all look kind of scared, kind of thing, and it's very grounded ish. Compared to a lot of those big, massive Star Wars budgets, do we
0: know the time frame where this is going to take part in?
1: Oh, I'm so bad with times, <laughs> but it's uh, it's it's supposed to be the uh, the soft origin of Plagueis of the Plagueis of uh Palpatine. Oh, okay, how he how he manipulated his way into you know becoming the who the position he is. Like how did how did a Sith be able to infiltrate you know the Galactic Republic? And like it, it tells that story. I want to say. Like maybe twenty five years? That's just that's just freaking throwing it. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know then the date at, at all, but I know it's it's supposed to be bleeding up to that point where it shows kind of his origins and like uh the um, the backstory of the bad guy. So it's a it's a before
0: episode one?
1: Yeah. Okay. Before episode one.
0: Yeah. All right. that's yeah. cool. That's interesting. Um so Acolyte, we know it's coming. Did you get to see anything about um Daisy Ridley returning? what her new thing
1: is going to be about oh okay so just, just for context they released a a new timeline mm-hmm. right so we usually have the traditional timeline you know the galactic civil war with uh, and then you know the clone wars and stuff like that and then the rise of the first order with the sequel trilogy and stuff but when they did this they re- they announced three directors um taking part of three different eras so you have James Manigold um in charge of the dawn of the Jedi, which is about like 10,000 years before the High Republic, which is where Acolyte is set. Okay. So, like, a really long time. You, you could say Old Republic, even before the Old Republic. Like, this is the literal someone's writing the Jedi text <laughs> kind of thing. Okay. And then you have um, Dave Filoni, who's taking uh, over the middle bits. So, you know, the Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, he's doing his movie as well, and then like Clone Wars stuff. He's, that's what he's taking care the of. The Mando And then you have. The, it? Mando-verse? The, the Mandoverse? The right? <laughs> <laughs> Mandoverse. Exactly. He's taking over the Mandoverse life action aspects. And then you have the after, which is Daisy D. Ridley's bits, mm-hmm. where uh, it's going to be about 15 well, years after.
0: its bits. Uh, bits, yeah, that's what I i uh, like to see. Daisy Ridley, Ridley's bits,
1: <laughs> she's attractive, right? Oh, yeah, she's pretty right. as fuck. I, I was like, put on the Ray outfit, <laughs> or, <something like> <laughs> or I don't know. She, yeah, she, I like how she enunciates. Um, okay, before I go on the tangent, yeah, go for <laughs> like she, her, her facial expressions, you know what I mean? But uh, so that's where she's gonna go. Uh, she's gonna be 15 years after Rise of the Skywalker. Uh, movie and she's going to be building her own uh, Jedi Order and stuff like that.
0: Okay, so like that, all the talk of them saying like, "Hey, we want to get away from the Skywalker saga." That was just all <laughs> bullshit,
1: right? Oh, uh, a bit of both, yeah. right? I mean, I, I, we have so many examples, right? Like Daniel Craig uh, and. Um, of logan mm. you know like that's gonna be the last of wolverine Hugh jackman uh, and it's like, hugh Jackman. i'm so sorry <laughs> logan <laughs> i just know him of his character name <laughs> but uh, yeah hugh jackman you know and i'm actually i was really surprised too because i you know how star wars fans get mm-hmm. i mean the opposite of star wars fans and they didn't really make them feel like hey i want to come back yeah you know like just looking at uh um the actress who was rose uh, i'm sorry sorry i forgot um the name.
0: something asian right
1: yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> I, I i think that's a good yeah it's a good that's starting a good point rest. um yeah it's, uh, that's the top of my head it's um amy no not amy that sounds right maybe but yeah, the actress that was, you know, she she was criticized to the point where it affected her mental health, and even just like just John Boyega, Kelly Marie like, just, Tran, yeah, Kelly Marie Tran, thank you, yes, yeah, Kelly Marie Trans and and a uh, Tran, Tran. <laughs> Kelly Marie Tran, <laughs> yeah, and I, like that's not a good environment to like yeah, I can't wait to come back. So to see her come back, I was like really like oh, either they they dump truck load money, or there's there's some character development. That'll be a little bit better than the it was for the original for the sequel trilogy.
0: Yeah, I mean, like to to say that they were trying to get away from the the Skywalker, the Skywalker saga is kind of like a moot point because Skywalker is so entrenched in what is Star Wars. You know, like for the longest time yeah. that is Star Wars, and it will always continue to be Star Wars. So to have like the way the uh, the Rise of the uh, Rise of Skywalker ends with like all the the generations of Jedi Force ghosts go into her or some shit, and then she becomes a, a Skywalker, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but still, you know, continues the name. <laughs> continues the name.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, I'm really down for this because I, I what I really wanted them to do, especially with the sequel trilogy, was do a time skip. Mm-hmm. You know, where, like you said, it's so entrenched, and I think that's where... That's, there's a lot of reasons where they shot themselves in the foot. But one of the big reasons I feel is that... in Cut, putting yourself with the past right with the with the whole lore makes it, it makes a lot of pre-consumptions mm-hmm. you know you have to have skywalker so you have to make sense of it all and make you know you have to have like han and you have to make sense of it all Yeah, like holding themselves with the original trilogy was their downfall mm-hmm. cuz now you have to you know show these other. there's expectations that are grown totally but when they Fast forward 15 years later, like, all those people are probably dead. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, there's no, there's no preconceptions. There's no notions that you held before. And now you can make your own story. So I'm looking forward to, for them to make their own story with that. I'm sure they're going to figure out a way to, like, shoehorn in the the classic shit that
0: everybody likes um yeah I, yeah I feel like force ghosts force <laughs> ghosts yeah totally <laughs>
1: yeah like you could see luke as a force ghost <laughs> yeah
0: well didn't he like transcend for force ghosts or some shit like that is there i don't know I don't, I don't maybe i don't know there was a there was a lot that i, I didn't really get to from those films but yeah i, I agree with you there like they kind of did shoot themselves from the foot in the foot from the from the start with the, the trilogy and hopefully like this is a big enough uh Time jump, time skip, for for mainly the fans, I, f- I would feel like to like break away from that mold and, and solely only yeah. uh, like embrace um, Daisy Ridley as you know the sole Skywalker remaining or some shit whatever the fuck there is they're going with this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, she's pretty much she in, she inherited the name. Yeah, so pretty much uh, that stuff. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, it's it's something where you can have your own trilogy it's the same with the last jedi like the last jedi personally to me like sucked balls and but i can see how it would be better you know what i mean just because it's it's its own story yeah right you're trying to break away from the traditional confines of star wars and people don't really like that especially in the middle of your freaking trilogy yeah, no, anyway bad move there but anyway yeah so giving opportunity and leeway and a plan like, don't forget there's a plan now <laughs> there's not just they're not just shoehorning it in there's actually a plan at least um, for them for Ray to take over as you know the, the grand Master of the Jedi at the time so it's it's a lot of opportunities to spread out and talk about the lore and then talk about other aspects other than Han and Leia and you know the Skywalkers and stuff like that that family <laughs> drama <laughs> with, with Vader yeah <laughs>
0: Speaking about family drama, Lando is going to get his own prequel series, right? Lando, yeah. <laughs> How was that? Like, um, did you see anything that uh, with that being released?
1: No, they didn't really show all. The, uh, Kathleen Kennedy actually showed up. She was the one presenting. Did you boo her? Um, did everybody boo n- no? her. No, no, no. It's celebration. We celebrate Star Wars. Leave that for Comic Con, <laughs> <laughs> Comic Con. Leave that for this, but uh, yeah, she was just talking about Lando and how um, I, I always get his name wrong because uh, Donald Glover, Don, Danny Glover, no Donald, Glover. Donald Glover, yeah, Donald Glover, yeah. right? Because there's Danny Glover and Donald Glover. I think they're father and
0: son. I'm not entirely sure.
1: Oh okay, oh, okay, so uh, Junior, <laughs> Junior, <John laughs> uh, yeah, they didn't really talk much about it. Just the fact that he's interested to come back. And I gotta be honest with you, solo was a lot of things, but come on, Junior's rendition of Lando was pretty spot on. Really? I feel I, there's no, then again, there's not a lot of opportunities to you know <laughs> to see how how he would do as a character because you barely really see him other than being a traitor the, and then rise of Skywalker. Yeah, the the like that suaveness, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's
0: not Harrison Ford no, suaveness, no. but I didn't I didn't get any no. of that. To me, like the big thing that the, the big thing that I had for with Solo was aside from it being completely unnecessary as a film was that <laughs> they hired you know they were trying to replace two of the most charismatic actors of any generation with Billy Williams and Harrison Ford how in the possible fuck are you going to hire anybody that's going to up one up them you know if at best it's going to be like a, a lame ass imitation and that's what I got
1: Oh, I'm like, See, I got that with Harrison Ford. Yeah. Just because he has, the, like you said, he has that charisma, that it, it feels like you would just be imitating. But for like Donald Glover or for Junior, uh, I I do feel personally that he tried to take it his own way because it's we haven't really seen Lando enough to really get a other than he's just a suave guy. Oh, we've seen enough, right? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, but uh, well, yeah. I, well, that's just. I get, I'm looking forward to the Lando thing. I could see how it would be, um, especially you put Lando in that high standard where you can, everyone looks like imitators and stuff.
0: Yeah, like I that. mean, I'm not like ragging on Donald Glover, mm. Donald Glover. Like, I think he's very talented. I love them in Community. Um, yeah, but I just feel like I forgot he was in Community. Yeah, yeah I, that's right. I just feel like you're setting up. You're already setting up for failure. You know, like how how are you mm. like? It's the same thing that whenever um, Hugh Jackman finally does decide to retire, or <laughs> or when he finally dies or something, where he finally gives up the role as Wolverine. Who are you gonna possibly bring in that's gonna match what Wolverine, what uh, Hugh Jackman gave us as Wolverine? The same with Deadpool. Like, who are you gonna possibly ah. gonna bring that's gonna give us the same thing that Ryan Reynolds? Or oh, that's or unfair. One, uh, it, it's not. It's, 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 it's not unfair because you have these characters mm-hmm. that are so like intertwined yeah. with the people who are act, who are portraying them and it starts off with like some of the most charismatic some of the most entertaining some of the most fun fun loving actors you could possibly get you mm-hmm. know so when that wave well, is over who are you gonna who can you yeah. possibly get to replace
1: Ryan Reynolds as, as well, Deadpool see, you know what I'm trying to say I, I d- yeah no I get you I didn't think of Lando that much like that you know what you I mean you didn't think like of a- him like that well, because in Harrison Ford, you definitely, you've, you've been with more screen time with yeah, him. Yeah, totally. You know, like you kind of know his mannerisms. You kind of know who, he, not Harrison Ford, Han Solo. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Indiana Jones. I mean, you know, <laughs> like Han Solo, you're with him from beginning to end of the trilogy. Um, I mean, it feels like it's a C3PO thing because for Lando, I didn't really, like, he his he was like a suave guy, but that's really all I got. You know, I didn't really look too much deep into it. Mm-hmm. So I could see where you're coming from, someone who, like, you, like, it's like Bobo Fett. You know, like he had, what, five minutes of screen time and he he starts this this like everyone loves Boba Fett because he's this badass, but he died like a bitch. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's 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 like that where I don't think of Boba either. Like I don't like okay, he's a bounty hunter, he died. haha, ha, that sucks. You know. But there's a lot of people who do see him as this badass bounty hunter. So it's the same with Lando, I believe, for me. Mm, okay. Where I have Han and I like oh Han suave as hell, and then Lando's like oh he's just as suave, but that just that's the impression I got. So when you have da- Junior coming in kind of like filling in the gaps then then like it's like Book of Boba Fett then I kind of like oh and he is kind of cool kind of thing so I didn't really I I get where you're coming from
0: yeah I mean like again I I don't I don't wish yeah, for, no, not at for all. him to to fail yeah. but i just like why? like make up your own character feels, make I up a new where. character it does totally yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah it feels like if they made a if they made a show with c3po <laughs> yeah. you know yeah like the c3po adventures like who asked for this you know <laughs> what i mean it's kind of like or i even go a step further mouse droid like the mouse droid live action or something like that and it's just you know it it i, I see where you're coming from
0: yeah Okay, uh, let's talk Ahsoka. Uh, Soka? Ahsoka. Ahsoka. So, like, like you said, to to have a better understanding, you're gonna have to watch the the animated shows, the Clone Clone Wars. Yeah. Jack of the Clones. Which one was
1: it? Yeah. Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know. Or the Clone the Wars, Clone. if you want to be. If you want, because <laughs> there's if there's two. That's right. There's like Clone Wars, and it's like the 2D one, and then the Clone Wars is like the 3D so, kind of. So role. is it
0: like? Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad, that
1: type of yeah, okay, no, yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, it's it's not in that terms of you know Suicide Squad sucked, Mm -hmm. and the Suicide Squad was way better. It's they're they're on their same plateau. It was just timing, because you know the acquisition of uh, of Disney and stuff. So of um, Death Disney.
0: So with Ahsoka, uh, we had we've already seen a live action version of her or the live action version of her um, in the Mandalorian, right? Mandalorian she's in. Mm -hmm. Two? No,
1: one? Two, two? I want to say. Yeah, two. Yeah, because she shows up. No.
0: Yeah. Remember when, was it season one where he has the spear? He has to take the, the... um?
1: No, I think that's season two. Was it season two? Yeah, season season one, he's looking... Uh, I think he's getting away. Yeah, he has Grogu, you're right. And then two, right. he's looking for... Yeah, he's looking for, yeah he's looking for his... Yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, played by Rosario Dawson, who voices her in the, the, the TV show, right? The, the animated show. No, it wasn't her.
1: No, yeah, someone else. I think Ashley Johnson. Ashley Johnson, Ashley Johnson voices. Yeah. I thought
0: it was. I thought it was like the whole big thing was to bring um, Rosario Dawson was that she also voiced her. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well then.
1: Yeah, as a uh, yeah Ashley Johnson is the one who voiced her. They wanted Ashley Johnson to play, Ahsoka. Yeah. Well, what happened with but, that? But um, you know, no no disrespect to Ashley Johnson, but you know, acting and voice acting are completely, completely two different, different things.
0: Totally. Yeah. Um, but it, it leads me to a question, like uh, Rosario Dawson gorgeous as fuck as you know anybody who's ever walked the face of the earth but for these types of shows do you think like maybe they should have gone with somebody a little younger oh for Ahsoka yeah just because like Mm. there is it is. it looks like it's gonna be super um, stunt heavy and a lot of practical effects and that sort of shit
1: like practice up
0: again Uh, like why risk Anybody
1: getting hurt. <laughs> Why risk them getting injured? Zach exactly. Harrison Ford. Totally. <laughs> How many times did you crash your plane? Stuff like that. Um, How many times I, did the I don't know. door you? That's on a good you. question. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. It seems like it's a it's gonna be a franchise where she's gonna be a lot. a main focus about it. Um I that's that's yeah. I, I feel like she should be fine just because it's like it's like mando mm-hmm. hey, how many you know pedro pascal's not there yeah. <laughs> at all she he's just doing vivio so when it comes to this i think they can pull it off with you know she has like elaborate stuff on her yeah they can pull off the stunts no uh, just don't look it's at it just, just don't look at the face no i'm not looking at
0: like she's 43 years old and she's a a specimen mm-hmm. she is a mm-hmm. magnificent looking human being and i'm not like ragging yeah. on her of that stuff like that i'm just like mm. is it like especially like thinking long term like you want somebody who you can take multiple seasons out of, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're wanting to have this person th- this actor portray this character that it does seem to be like a little relying on practical effects and stunts and that type of that type of fun stuff. So like why not bank on hiring somebody that's a little on the younger side?
1: well, I mean, you have Harrison Ford. Again, like I'm saying like he should have fucking yeah. retired a long ass time ago. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. 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 I mean like, it's, I mean that's up to her. It's totally. I guess, up I to yeah, her, yeah. It, it is something it is something where you're right, it is a commitment mm. and you are gonna do a lot of time. But then again, we only have one season for now and we don't know when like if there's gonna be a second season at this point. Or there might be a workaround or, or something like that. Yeah, I mean,
0: at a, certain, yeah. at a certain point, it—I it, feel like it should be classified as elder abuse. Well, you know what they're doing <laughs> to, to poor old Harrison and um, Harrison Ford and Patrick, Patrick Stewart, Stewart defi- definitely.
1: Like, thankfully, Patrick Stewart for his uh, for Picard. That's going to be the last season because you can tell. But but then again, spoilers for Mando season three, like. Well, oh, then again, he wasn't doing any stunts. Never mind. Not spoilers. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll watch it on just your Just sitting down a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting down a lot. There's a character there who's fairly old. I was like, But he's he's just sitting down a lot. So I was like, okay, that makes, that makes so sense. So were you
0: at the Ahsoka panel? Yeah. How was that?
1: I was. Yeah, it was great. It was, a lot of these panels have been fairly constant just because of the energy of Star Wars fandom. like. I don't mean how many times I yelled and screamed and like how many times I we all screamed. Show the trailer again, mm. like show it again. Like give it another shot. And we yeah we saw extended footage of Ahsoka. So that's cool. That was enjoyable.
0: How yeah. So how many trailers did you end up seeing? Because they released uh,
1: like th- mm-hmm. th- One. three of them, right? Or two three. or three. Oh, so. So they released the Indiana Jones trailer, right? Yeah. Uh, the Ahsoka trailer, I did see. Vision was the third one. Vision. Oh, and the Vision's one, the trailer. I didn't see the Visions panel. I didn't go to that one. Um, but they we sh- they showed Acolyte, which they haven't released yet, I believe. Skeleton Crew. Um, they showed the teaser for that. Um, they showed extended footage for Ahsoka, which was essentially Grand Admiral Thrawn, mm-hmm. which is a Lars. Um, I th- I forget is that Lars Midkuldson. I think. Mickelson, yeah which is really he's a really good actor I didn't know it was him until like they announced it I felt like a noob
0: is it is it the same guy as Mads
1: Mickleson or is it somebody I else I don't know maybe they were yeah I think it's somebody else but yeah they showed that um, they showed Andor season 2 uh, the trailer for Andor season 2 oh yeah. it's this guy yeah for I've seen this two. guy before <laughs>
0: okay um, yeah well that's that's cool so obviously we didn't get to see end, or season two trailer yet, but the, the ones we ha- we yeah. did get to see or the ones I got to see. Cause I wasn't, I didn't have the fortune of being there. Um, <laughs> I mean, an, an invite
1: would have been cool, but <laughs> um, next time, next year I'm giving you the, the Tokyo invite right now. Oh Jesus, Tokyo. Um, I, 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 dude, if you think
0: you're going to be towering over people, or Japan.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: going to get all the stairs. Totally. Uh, so visions, um, you didn't see the first season, did you?
1: I did. You did. I actually caught up on the plane, on the ride plane. Well, I mean, to, it's a
0: it's 15-minute to... episode. You would have ran through it waiting for your your plane. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. what would you think of Visions?
1: I'm really... Oh, Vision season yeah, one Yeah, season or one. Or one. We'll go season one. Season and one, then watch I really experience. liked it. Yeah, that. right? Yeah, I, I really liked it. There are some bits where I thought was weird, but that's just me. Like when the Jedi were saying. Well, that was my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man. well th- that episode and like them lightsaber battling in space mm-hmm. with, like a giant lightsaber that was kind of weird uh, the one? twins the twins, yeah, the twins yeah, yeah, yeah 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 the twins one that was really like it was really weird but well, when I got to the point where it's, this is like this is what the people see as Star mm-hmm. Wars not weird but you know has, as, um, as creative as it is yeah like as expansive as it is, like, that's what people see as Star Wars. And that's what I feel about it in Vision. It's like, oh, okay, that makes sense with me. Uh, for Visions 2, I'm really excited because it's going to be everywhere, right? Not just uh, Japan art studios. Yeah. It's going to be, like, all around the world. Yeah, that, that concept of having a an
0: animation studio uh, be in charge of an, an episode, and you could see on how... Vary the, the animation styles are like the first one, it's very um traditional, I would say, and then it, get, it leads mm-hmm. more into like the anime style or to like the more traditional American animation and stuff like that. And then now that they've opened it up to not only uh Japan but worldwide, I feel like there's yeah. there's um a studio from Mexico, a studio from somewhere in South America, somewhere in Europe, Eastern Europe, Asia, uh, Africa. I even think there are some, um, some a studio that, that has that's in charge of an episode. But I like the concept more than I like the, the actual product. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Oh, really? Yeah, because at, <laughs> at a certain point, these are just, like, fan films.
1: Yeah? <laughs> and? It's and? just, like, I don't... <laughs> okay, it, I don't, is, is it because you don't get sequels to uh, the previous season? No, not that. Like, I, I understand that oh. these are one-offs, that these are, um...
0: Fuck, what's the word for that type of show? Uh
1: big anthologies Anthologies, there you go these are anthologies anthologies
0: and stuff like that but I don't I don't give a shit why Juan from Mexico thinks Star Wars is to him you know I don't give a fuck (laughs) it's an interesting concept and I love I love the idea I'm not gonna lie like and I applaud it (laughs) but it's just like at a certain point these are fan films like what's what's the only thing that's gonna separate them from like some some asshole on YouTube making putting up his own Star Wars content is that Disney's actually backing them that's the only thing
1: yeah, it's official. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an official. Uh, yeah, I could, I could see where... I, I could see... Well, I can't see where you're going from. But I could see how it's very bittersweet. Yeah, It's like, it's an episode of one-off and then you're gone. And you're like, oh, can I call you later? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's just a one-off. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. My favorite one from the first season was the twins one. I, I, I really enjoyed that just because... The twins one? Yeah that was my my favorite one like it it was um, you had set up to think that they were both evil but then it turns out that only one of them was evil
1: yeah that one's the weirdest one though because they were fighting out uh, of space not not to bash you no no not to bash but because like they all look like Vader and like one looks like Han Mm. like a combination of Han look you know what I mean it's like oh that's what they like no I, I like that one too I like where she, def- they, the the sister, deflected like a blaster bolt from an X wing, yeah. and like it twisted around her and then blew up the the ATT <laughs> the ATSTs around her. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, my favorite one is the like the it's probably the lamest one, not not the music one, but it's uh I think the Ninth Bride, I think it's called. It's it's where it's the um, like there like there's someone getting married, and like the Jedi shows up and it's like the guy's wearing this like big kind of barrel on his head oh yeah 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 the ninth something right or I forget the I don't name, remember but that's what it's it, been like two uh, years that's what that's what it, was. it. <laughs> it's, it's been like a couple of days for yeah. me yeah um, <laughs> why am I acting like you watched it yesterday <laughs> watched a, um, I yeah, watched yeah, it I liked way before you did could. and I was like oh you're gonna yeah, watch you it did. we to <laughs>
0: talk about it you're like nah I'm not gonna watch it <laughs> um but yeah the the first one was the first episode was pretty cool like this this traveling yeah. Ronan that that k- kills siths but really isn't a good guy either like he's not he's yeah, not there like he's help. a Tony yeah, he's not there to help the people he's just there to fuck up a sith
1: yeah yeah what a good first episode yeah, was totally like, like. I'm trying to think like that's not my favorite because you know, I feel like that's everyone's favorite yeah. um but okay. what do you think
0: of the trailer for for part two I liked really. it.
1: like it yeah I'm really I do like that it's it feels like it's a little more Sith centric Mm -hmm. because a lot of the Visions one it was very kind of balanced you know light versus dark and stuff like that but I feel like this is a little bit more diving into uh, the Sith kind of side of it
0: I mean it it, it, I I don't uh, I saw the trailer I'm like okay I guess
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, Joel there's a very low bar (laughs) well
0: it's like it's something that I if it wasn't um I don't want to say like mandatory, but if it, if I didn't have like a pressing urge to watch it, then I just wouldn't watch it. Because like you know me and Star Wars, for me Star Wars is only the movies.
1: Yeah, you know, okay, you know, occasionally, occasionally it's not it anymore. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> uh, they left me behind a
0: long ass time ago. But this is a hill I'm prepared. It's like to a do. homework. Yeah, assignment. exactly. Like why? Yeah. Like I don't want to go read a fucking a comic book some loser in his basement made, like to to follow the lore of this shit. Like what the fuck? I just I okay. Han Solo got frozen I feel attacked in, Han Solo got frozen in carbonite boom that's it you know we
1: don't need any deviations I, I personally or nothing attacked.
0: like that
1: <laughs> yeah it's a it's a weird time now right yeah. I, I don't like that with Marvel I don't definitely don't like that with DC as well but now you're getting that with Star Wars mm-hmm. right now you kind of you don't, the thing is you don't have to watch the animated stuff but you get a bigger understanding and I feel like a lot of the narrative hard working is going to be leaning on the animated stuff like yeah. all these characters, like just just the opening of Ahsoka with Sabine, like why does she look so sad, right? Like, and then for the anime stuff, you know why she feels. Sad. I don't know, but what. you can get can you get a general gist of it with with like the animated just watching the live action. Yeah, I, I
0: think like you nail hit the nail on the head perfectly. It's at a, at a certain point, it's going to start to feel like homework. Yeah, and that's not. Yeah. I, I fucking hated homework in school you know why am I gonna task myself with more homework on something that I like it's just gonna ruin it more for me
1: (laughs) (laughs) see that's that's also the biggest difference between Star Wars fans and other fandoms right And when it comes to DC and Marvel I don't want to do homework Mm. like I don't want to read a comic book from the 80s to understand his you know why this character is doing this but for Star Wars fans I'm not saying you're not a fan (laughs) but it feels like they're always hungry for more you know, what I mean, like that's how the EU existed. You you imagine back in the eighties, uh, the seventies, they only had three movies. Yeah. So people made comic books. They wrote books. They wanted more stuff from this three movie saga. Yeah, but the, and
0: at, then you have six at the same time. Uh-huh. Like they they are just making it like hard for themselves for when something like actually comes out like studio produced to live
1: up to the expectations. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? Yeah, absolutely. That that's definitely the other side of it. It was like Mobile Fett. They, they made Boba Fett like this badass bounty hunter, and that's where he lived until you realize, oh, he only had five minutes of screen time. Yeah. Right? And then now you kind of have that backlash with Book with, of with Boba Fett. Like, why isn't he gunning down everybody? Because the Boba Fett you knew was from the comics. And kind of and that kind of works in itself if you think about it. It's the division, right? You, you either go with what's happening in the canon or you don't. And it's like that this is what's happening now and you kinda have to live with it. And if you don't like it, like Last Jedi, you can make, you know, eleven hour YouTube videos complaining about it or something like that. But that's not gonna stop the machine from rolling forward. It's nice though. I just feel like it's too
0: much, you know?
1: Yeah, it's gonna it's definitely gonna be to the point where hopefully it doesn't Which I hope it doesn't. (laughs) The comics, there's comics for Star Wars and there's books of Star Wars. And now we have Dawn of Jedi around the corner, not around the corner, but you know, being developed. There are loads of books that are set in there. Mm -hmm. So, what's there not to say there's going to be a character or some sort of piece of lore that will show up that it's only exclusive for the books? Like, there's a character in uh, like the new Mando stuff that's from the books and I didn't know who it was but apparently the audience did because <laughs> so, like, they all cheered when he showed up right and I was like oh, who is this guy and it turns out that he's from the books in the 80s right and they're, they're and the thing is with that they're, they're bringing books that fans have made like you said but they're integrating them into the real Star Wars now like Coruscant was not George Lucas didn't make the name Coruscant yeah. that was from a fan Right. The same thing with Salacious Crumb. Yeah. So really, yeah. Salacious Crumb. I didn't. Know. Salacious Crumb yeah.
0: was just like a background character, and somebody, some nerd, named him Salacious Crumb.
1: Yeah. And then marketing. Yeah. Like, oh, now we can sell toys of him because he has a name. Yeah. I mean. So it's it's, it's a machine. Totally. <laughs> if you really think of it, it's a whole Star Wars. If you take the magic out of it, and it, it's a machine. Like I I spent my days they're buying shirts <laughs> <You know what laughs> I mean? and stuff like that and buying shirts and pins and stuff like that because i kind of want more and in any form possible comics shirts music <laughs> so like, like i'm hungry for more because we've only had i guess not well, six like nine movies now but for a long time we've only had six yeah with nothing happening not like it's not like dc where they release a new story, or they reboot a character, or Marvel—it's like we. That's all we get. Yeah, I,
0: I totally uh, understand the the need to fill that void that you're describing. <laughs> um, it's never filled. It's never filled. But at the same time, like it, it also becomes a detriment. Like, mm. like you said, the the Boba Fett being the perfect example is it's a character who really only showed up on screen. Five six minutes tops and he be there's this giant lore behind him that when there is finally a a, a an accepted representation or uh, to to live action, you're like, what the fuck is this you know the, there's no way this would have uh, uh, let up the ex- met the expectations I, I made up in my head
1: yeah yeah so so it's uh then but you have the flip of that mm-hmm. you have like the actor who's jar jar. Right, someone who's been, you know, he he's openly that he almost committed suicide because of the flack he got for Jar Jar. Yeah. Now he's beloved again, right? He he shows up in other episodes in Star Wars. He has his own properties and stuff, and he's and there's even to the point where the exclusive for for London celebration was a Jar Jar pop figure, right? Now he's a beloved character. Like no one, everyone likes him now, because that he's been like the the actors has come back and that actor's only connection is really just Jar Jar yeah. like in the lore now he's a he's a Jedi master so it's like you have good and bad of it you have Boba Fett and then you have the Jar Jars where he comes back and it's like yay he's, he's no longer ridiculed from it so yeah I mean it's gonna
0: it's it's just something like I, I don't I can't like dedicate hours and hours upon of my yeah, life to no. just you know do all that shit and it's something like if I would have grown up I think I also a lot of it had to do with because like those um the the TV shows and cartoons were on cable I didn't have cable so I never really had a, an opportunity to watch them this is obviously before the streaming wars and all that shit so you really couldn't get it. once <laughs> once once something aired you you couldn't watch it until late summer or some shit like that you know those type of things so I never really, grew, I didn't right. grow up having been exposed to the Clone Wars or whatever the fuck those TV shows are called and stuff like that. So to me, Star Wars was always the movies.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Like that. that's, for me, I didn't, I didn't have that either. I just read the books. In the comics, because not because I bought them, but because the library had them available, (laughs) and they weren't always in order. Yeah, you know, I'd be I'd be reading like issue twenty six, and like someone died, I was like, how the hell? And then I'll be issue like issue seven, because they didn't really care about that. Yeah, and it's something that I watched the movies, right? But I also, I just read the books and that's in the comics. And you're right, right? A friend of mine always says that there's always a richer fan, Mm. and there is. There is someone who has a room full of Star Wars stuff, but that doesn't make you less of a fan. No. Right. Just because he has more of Star Wars stuff, that doesn't make you less of a fan. And that's the pitfall of Star Wars in general, is that you try not to connect these items or merchandise with worth yeah. in the fandom. Right? It, it's just even with if you're clear cut and saying, Oh, you only focus on the movie, then that's more power to you. You could also see that the, the movies are shifting to focusing like now on the animated stuff. And if you watch the anime stuff they reward you like oh you know sabine's why she's like that but on the other side i hope that they don't you know people who don't have the time right who don't have the time to watch seven seasons of an of a cartoon and you know another two seasons of another cartoon and stuff like that who don't have the time hopefully they reward those people by you they're gonna have to explain why sabine is like this mm. like who is ezra who is grand admiral thrawn like why do we want him and stuff like that and hopefully there's that kind of short short retrospective that rewards people who watched the animated stuff, but also who are getting into these new characters. Yeah, I mean, we could only help, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the next wall we're gonna wait for, because Marvel and DC, uh, they don't care anymore. It's kind of, you have to know the gist of who Blue Beetle is, to really kind of understand where he fits in the whole grander scheme of the whole Whatever phase they're going through or event they're building towards.
0: Yeah. Um, All right. Well, let's wrap it up with something that is Star Wars adjacent. (laughs) You know? Yes. A brother, a younger brother, I guess you could say. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny released a. (laughs)
1: Younger Brothers, right? (laughs) um, Released a trailer,
0: their second trailer, um, released for, uh, not Comic Con, uh, Star Wars Celebration. uh, it isn't Star Wars, but it is Lucasfilm, so you know there it is. Yeah. Um, I know I've only seen uh, uh, Indiana Jones, uh, well, Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones, uh, The Raiders of the Lost Ark, and in the, the Last Crusade. The Last Crusade. And not Crystal Skull. I haven't Skull. seen Crystal, Skull, not Crystal so. Skull. So I am in this in this camp. Obviously, I'm happy. I'm I'm glad that um, they brought back this character. Again, I think it's bordering on spot, uh, elder abuse because, come on, <laughs> poor Harrison Ford. Uh, he's, 80. Oh, dude. He's, he's 80. He's years 80 years old. I don't know if I said this here. He's 80 he's and 80. still fighting Nazis. Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, what'd you think? Obviously, I, I could tell, like, I could see your boner from here, but. <laughs> Jeez, Joel, tell them
1: everything. Uh, but yes, I indeed have a. Nerd boner. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm excited, but I'm also a little bit on the fence because they do de-age him. Yeah. And, and by the looks of it, it's going to be a lot. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. <laughs> and it doesn't look... It, it's that uncanny valley mm-hmm. again. Like, I, I can't... It's like his head's too big. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, the light's not hitting his face correctly, and it's, like, super shiny. Yeah. Like, I, I'm down... I'm glad Harrison Ford is getting his... his time to finish the story right but at least leave it on a higher note than Crystal Skull did but I'm also um, uh, just the technology it, it, it's something where you why have Harrison Ford where you can just have a de-aged version of him so
0: yeah I mean like that's that's the thing where um, for a while Harrison Ford felt like he was done with, every, with everything with all the fandom and stuff like that and then all the <sighs> The near misses he's had with like crashing his plane and that shit, kind of <laughs>
1: literal. Yeah, I kind of feel like <laughs> that gave him a,
0: a a perspective of everything, and he's embraced it now again. Uh, but again, mm-hmm. he's eighty fucking years old. He's doing a character that's known for, I don't want to say like stunt heavy, but there are some stunts, you know, riding horses, jumping, like that basic type of shit. And like, dude, you're eighty. Yeah. Like, why, why are you gonna risk? Like, you, we already saw that a fucking. Uh, a hydraulic door closed on you and broke your ankle. Like can you imagine you fall off a horse, you break a hip. What what the fuck, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like that type of shit.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's just built different, man. I just I just I don't I feel like when I'm eighty I'm gonna be decrepit, right? There's an image uh, of someone who's I don't even think I'm gonna make it to eighty <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So when you have someone who's who's that who's that level of I don't know um of senior I guess hierarchy. hierarchy. I was just going to say class. You Uh, know what I mean? Like, he definitely lived a different life than we did. And I feel like, health-wise, he's in a better place if he's riding horses at 80 (laughs) than, you know, us, who's, you know... We're 30 30 and flabby. (laughs) 30. Yeah, 30 and flabby, exactly. So... (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, but then again, he's an adult. Yeah, he can do whatever <laughs> he, knows, he wants. He knows what he's getting into yeah. other than that door. I
0: do like, Like, uh, uh, I haven't read any like anything about plot or anything like that, but what I have gathered from the, t- the trailers is that they figured out a way to patch passing of the torch the same way as mm-hmm. like um, the Ghostbusters did, where the Ghostbusters, yeah. they made it not the next generation, but the following generation. Okay. And here it's right. technically can be the next generation, but it's like once removed. So there's no blood relation or like that. They just made her the the person taking over or what it feels like is taking over to be the goddaughter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I, I love when they do that yeah. stuff. It's I mean, it, it's it sounds like there's going to be Indiana Jones for the future and whatever form or shape it takes. Mm-hmm. But. Passing that torch, at least until we see another Indiana Jones esque kind of film, is better than just kind of leaving it on a moot point. Would you so at least you have it. Would you think that
0: this film would be the last of the, you
1: know, films and then go for a television series? Uh that's the hope, right? Yeah, yeah that's definitely the hope. I feel like especially even Star Wars to some extent. I feel like T V is, is where it belongs to some way. Yeah, like having Star Wars as a movie as well, but it feels especially George Lucas making it like the Flash Gordon serials, mm-hmm. you know, having its one-off adventure and stuff like that. It feels right for the media. Yeah, that's what I was, or at least for that's the what I was podcast. gonna
0: say. Indiana Jones really lends itself to a story of the week type of setup. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like again this would be a perfect. I'm not ragging on the the actress who was hired to to play the new Indiana Jones but i feel like you are again burdening burdening this person to take on the mantle of one of the more iconic characters in film history so if if you're trying to say like hey let's this movie and then the next one and then it's going to flop i would feel like i would feel a lot better if they gave it went for okay this is the movie the characters are going to continue but in a tv series let, the, let those real characters flush out, you know, like, because, again, Indiana Jones has been around since the early 80s. So it's had its it's decades to, to build up the fan base, to build up the, the aura, the, the mystique of what is Indiana Jones. And now to replace, again, replace Harrison Ford, um, poss- not really possible in my eyes. You have to have yeah. to make sure that whatever uh, comes after this movie is going to be set up for success
1: yeah and it's unfair to have someone take a mantle that is 80s stuff mm-hmm. you know it's when you see indiana jones you think harrison ford and to have a character named like indiana jones and it's like another character it it feels like disingenuous on both sides you know you're kind of having this character take another mantle without like fleshing her out in another way yeah totally so like yeah yeah, it's it's like National Treasure without Le- Nicolas Cage. You know, <laughs> it's like is it National Treasure if Le- Nicolas Cage is not sweating? Wait, they did. Didn't they, did they do a, a National Treasure reboot? Right. They did. They did, and it feels like cheap. You know, it feels like those straight to VOD kind of adventures. You know, like uh like Aladdin two or something <laughs> like that. You don't really think much about it, but it's for those who want, I guess, more of Aladdin. Yeah, know. it's.
0: Yeah, those the direct to movie sequels, direct to DVD sequels are a day of the past.
1: Yeah, it's, now it's direct to streaming. Uh, yeah, the thing in the past. Wow.
0: Um,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: but uh, Indiana Jones, the, the 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 Dial of Destiny. Yeah, the 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 guy who plays the villain, Mads Minkelson. Mads. Yeah, again, yeah. fantastic actor. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the or well, several of the OG characters are dead. The actors, so they couldn't bring back um what's the the fucking guy? The the They
1: couldn't bring Marcus, Marcus back. Here you go. Yeah. The count looking Yeah, they couldn't bring Marcus or the dad. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. dad.
0: Uh Sean Connery. Yeah. Um but Sala's yeah. there, which is cool.
1: Yeah, that's what the, I don't know if I told you. I probably told you in passing, mm-hmm. but like Salah, the first trailer with Salah's over like saying that I, I miss those old adventures.
0: Always as gets the me. dun dun dun, dun like, as is like on yeah, plane underneath, okay. right? Okay
1: yeah okay that's that's my one issue with this trailer Mm -hmm. is that they play uh sympathy of the devil right and it's like nice and orc, and but they start overlapping it with the indie theme Mm -hmm. but it's so you can't hear either (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) you can't hear either and but the thing is the scenes that they're showing leans more towards the indie theme. You know, yeah. you should probably have the indie theme more prominent than yeah. Doo, 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 <laughs> yeah. You know, like the freaking, and then you have, it doesn't fit. And that annoys the, sh- the crap out of me because I'm getting chills, but they're half chills because like, is it the indie theme or sympathy of the devil? Yeah. Like, what's there going there on? definitely
0: could have been a better uh, path. Another pass of the trailer should have been just to, to <laughs> yeah. get it down perfectly. That's just a small gripe. That's, a, <laughs>
1: that's probably no one cares, <laughs> but that's just the small gripe for, I had for the trailer. Yeah.
0: Well, that's going to be it for this week's episode of Pop Salsa. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the show and want to help us grow, leave a rating or a review. And while you're at it, subscribe to the show. And to stay up to date, or if you have a question you want to ask, follow us on Twitter at salsa HQ or check out our link tree for more information. I've been your host as always, Joel, accompanied by my good buddy and co-host, Ernesto. Catch you next week on Pop
1: Salsa.